0: Standard disclaimer, these are not my words, but these are the words of all of our confirmands from their faith stories pieced together into one unified uh, story of their faith journey so far. So these are their words, not mine. It all began with me being baptized as a baby, but I don't remember that. So for me, I would say my faith journey started around Sunday school. This is when I began to recognize God, or at least learn what God is and who God is. When I was younger, I remember going to church and kind of hating it because I'd be bored out of my mind. As a kid, I just wanted to run around and be loud. Sitting in church, having to be quiet wasn't something I wanted to do. As I got a little older, it got better. I remember singing hymns in the children's choir, sitting up front with Katie for kids' time and listening to the lessons she'd teach us, and being surrounded by people who believe in God. Isaiah 43, verse 1 says, I have called you by name, you are mine. This was the first verse to really stick with me because it was drilled into our heads in Sunday school every week. We even got a tile with the verse engraved in it, which is still on my dresser to this day, as a reminder that I am a child of God, and that I am loved, even when I don't feel like it. Seventh grade was when my connection to my faith became even more important, and Axis was a big reason for this. I enjoyed coming to church on Wednesday nights, eating pizza, playing games, and connecting to God at the same time. I began to feel more like friends with the kids my age because we got to be together more often. I wish I would have had more fun in church sooner. During small group, we would ask questions based on the Bible or what we were learning and talk to each other about what we thought. For instance, I remember a conversation when I thought that maybe some miracles or events in the Bible were just documented incorrectly or exaggerated like maybe Jesus walking on water was an exaggeration of him saving some people's lives in a storm. Sometimes I have trouble believing things in that book because it's hard to believe something that old, thousands of years, hasn't been compromised by putting their, people putting their own beliefs in it. That doesn't mean I don't believe it, but certain things I don't understand. I know nothing is perfect, so it helps to get to talk things through on our own. Of course, if I'm being honest, I'm still confused about faith. God's story has always confused me in ways I can't explain. But one thing I've learned over these years is that it's okay to be confused. I like to associate my faith with a roller coaster, because throughout life it has its ups and downs. There are so many ways that religion shapes us, and people have different opinions because they believe different things. And so far, high school has been kind of hard for me to express my beliefs because something in my mind says that people might be offended by my beliefs if they're contrary to theirs. But I have to remember that questioning is just as big a part of faith as believing is. Questioning makes us human, and I think it's an important part of growing as people and believers. Without hearing other people's opinions, we wouldn't ask questions or learn new things. What has helped a lot, especially in my questioning and even times of hesitation to believe, are the big concepts we're taught, like acceptance and unconditional love. The morals ingrained in us at a young age with Katie. Up to now, through the gospel that Pastor Chad and Natalia preach, teaches us about welcoming refugees, loving your neighbor as yourself, and helping those in need. There is always a lesson or an internal shift I can make, even if I'm struggling with my faith at times. Because right now I'd say, I don't believe in God because there's logical proof. Mostly I believe because I feel God's presence. Ever since I can remember, I've been going to Camp Wapo, and often my highest feelings of God are when I'm there. It's where I feel loved the most, because we're surrounded by peers, and we're all there to have fun and grow in our faith. And I think this kind of helps jumpstart my faith, because through the songs, Bible studies, and the ways they incorporate God into everyday life, we always experience a new way to have fun while expressing our love for God at the same time. I remember experiencing something I can't explain at WAPA one year. A storm was forming just north of camp. And as the clouds came in, we saw that they began to part, making a ring around camp so as not to touch it. This was the first time I truly felt graced by God's presence. Then later that night, we went out to lay down in the field And we were greeted by clear skies and at least a million stars. We were mesmerized because it was so beautiful. I will always remember that night because it was such a cool experience, relaxing and taking in the beauty that God has given us, even in the night sky. After years of going to WAPO, it was really hard to branch out and try wilderness canoe base. Our trip in the Boundary Waters challenged me like no other. It was mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausting. And I wasn't grateful for it at the time. But I definitely am now. God was my drive and my rock. My faith helped me when things got tough and I didn't think I could handle it anymore. The trip allowed me to recognize how much I appreciate the creations that God has given us. From nature, to animals, to humans... The feelings I experienced throughout that trip reminded me of those from WAPO, and I compared and contrasted my thoughts about God from the years before. The trip blessed me with bonds between our group members, allowing us to become closer and get to know one another on a more personal level. One of the nights after we had our campfire-style pizza and were playing cards in the tent, we saw the sunset beginning from the tent window. We all hurried out to the cliff near our site and watched the rest of it. It was the first sunset we had seen in two days, and it was the best one I've ever seen. All week long, it had been cloudy and rainy at night. We'd be tired and sore from paddling and portaging and just not feeling really good. But when we looked at the sky that night, there was pink and purple and orange bouncing off the lake from the sky. As all this was happening, I could feel that God was with us the entire time, and I thought, maybe he planned it as soon as we all signed up to go. It felt nice to know that God was with us, and that our group became closer because of it. This was one of the times I felt that God was truly with me, and I'll never forget it. Unlike camp, the real world is busy. busy. And it loves to throw things at you, like stress, standards, and responsibilities. Sometimes we even place burdens on ourselves. And I've gone through many times of feeling so weighed down. Even if I was with friends or family, these weights, self-inflicted or otherwise, would be tugging at the back of my mind. I got used to it, though. And for a while, I thought I was just fine. But looking back, I realized I wasn't. And as I think about it now, I can see that faith has changed me by giving me hope in times like these. Sometimes I feel like laying down and giving up, but that isn't an option because I know God doesn't want that for me. He helps me fight even when I'm depressed, feeling hopeless. (coughs) I do wonder why certain things could happen if God exists, but on the other hand, There are those miracles and experiences that seem impossible without God. I wouldn't be where I am today without some of the things I've experienced in both of those categories. Like the year a classmate at school told me he wanted to kill himself. He told me about his plans at lunch. I went to someone for help as soon as I could. It wasn't easy to do, though, because my worst fear is that I hurt someone so badly they don't want anything to do with me. Well, he definitely wasn't very happy with me, but a few months later, he seemed much better than before. I think it's hardest to live out your faith when you're the one in desperate situations. I can remember being bullied to the point of tears. I've even faced prolonged emotional abuse. But I've recovered thanks to God. And although it's hard to really believe in the moment, I can say that God was there. And God is here now, and God will always be there for you. God has helped me to know that I am who I am, and I shouldn't change that. He made me in his image, he wants me, he cares about me, and he pays attention to me when I need it. I am a child of God. Because I believe this, I don't treat people badly or drag them down. I treat others with care and respect. And I hope that my doing this shows people that it's possible to be kind. And I am positive that I wouldn't be able to do it without God's help and the people I have in my life. The people around you help shape and form who you'll grow up to be. My family is the reason I even went to church in the first place. And they influence my beliefs every day. My faith circle includes my parents, siblings, Grandparents and my godparents, and a few close friends. This circle represents those that have a very strong faith and show that to me. For example, recently my dad and I helped at a nonprofit that gives out food and shoes to people in need. And the experience was amazing because by the end of just a few hours, you realize you've had an impact on so many people through such a small thing. And, of course, there's my small group, too, this group. I can honestly say I can tell them anything. In the hour we had away from draining ourselves in our phones, we talked about a lot of things. We helped each other get through things we couldn't do alone. My small group was kind of like another family, you could say. I believe God brought me closer to this group and will keep me close to them for a long time. Our small group guides, as well. They taught me to be a better person and put others before myself. I can tell that they do this because not everyone would want to spend their night after a long day at work hanging out with teenagers for a couple hours. (coughs) Knowing they did this for us showed me how caring and loving they really are. They're individuals I can talk to if I need anything, no matter what. And that goes for my mentor as well. Each year we got closer and closer, and I really hope my love and faith can be as strong as hers. In Psalm 34 and 71, it talks about how even though we experience horrible things and go through tough times in life, God will lift us up. This is important to me because it tells me that no matter what I do or what happens, God will always stick by my side and forgive me. Believe me, we all screw up, and sometimes things just go terribly wrong. There's no avoiding it. Whether you let that weight sit on your shoulders, or you ask for help and forgiveness will define the way you live your life. The past is the past. Don't be afraid to ask God to help you move forward. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. This verse has gotten me through each day for a while now. And it took time to get here, but recently I've reached a peace of mind that I never thought possible. I know on this day that I believe in God. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and I believe in the resurrection. I believe that God helps us with the important matters in our life, but I don't believe he has a specific plan for every decision you make. God doesn't need to spend time deciding what classes you'll have in school or if you're going to study or not. I know that with every mistake I make, that God will love me, even if others look down on me. I'll always believe that there is someone that is there for me, making sure I'm not lonely, always watching over me. It's God. God will always be there and I'll be able to rely on him and trust him with my whole life. I do hope heaven is what I've been taught to believe it is and what I picture in my mind, that God is there to welcome me with open arms, and I'll be reunited with my family and friends that have gone before me. Everyone is happy and healthy, and nobody is in pain. There's no hate, only love. But for now our journey has just begun and it's our job to take the promises our parents gave us into our own hands. My faith is still growing and always will be. I know darn well my faith story isn't done. And I can't really finish this thing because it's still being written. So I'll just leave you with my prayer for life. Dear God, I'm thankful for another day of life and the enduring love you show us every day even though we may not realize it. I ask for an abundance of forgiveness because I have an abundance of sin. I pray for those in need, regardless if they're my friends or enemies. I thank you for the people you surround me with, because no matter where I go, you find someone that helps me grow in my faith. I ask you to bless us with the characteristics of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. I ask you to encourage us to share your word amongst our peers. Thank you for the steadfast love and grace you shine upon us. Amen. It is Baptism of Our Lord Sunday. It is Affirmation of Baptism Sunday. On this day, we draw a direct line from Jesus' baptism in the waters of the Jordan River to your guys' baptisms and to all of us. That promise made to Jesus, you are my beloved child, is the promise God makes to each and every one of us. And nothing we say or do or don't say or do or even think can change that promise. Nothing. So whether it's campfire in the beach at WAPO or your own holy memories and places, Today, as our young people have just affirmed the promises made for them in their baptism, we hope that you will remember your own baptism, the promises made for you, the love that God has for you in Christ, the love that will not fade, that never fails. It never fails. On your way out, you'll see the font is in the back of the worship center. We invite you to splash around in it, remember your own baptisms, spray water on one another. You also heard the promises of baptism that we make, and you'll see in the welcome center there are posters up on the windows. We as a community of faith are going to keep up our side of the promise, and there are just a few, by no means an exhaustive list of those ways. So I invite you to look at those and consider how might you continue keeping these promises. Because today promises have been made, they have been kept, and they will continue. And it's with that promise that we go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Lightning in Congrats, you guys. and thunder. thunder, 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 feel the thunder. Lightning and the Thunder, come on! Thunder, feel the thunder, give it! Lightning and the Thunder, 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 feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder.